Welcome to Studying the Song, a podcast to help musical theater actors figure out what to sing and how to sing it so that you shine in your audition, one-woman show, or leading role. My friends, talent and passion are only the beginning. I believe there is freedom in preparation. I believe that when you put in the work, practice the skills, and do the research, something amazing happens. You become so prepared in your craft that you become unstoppable. In this podcast, I want to give you the tools and skills to create a powerful audition book that showcases your artistry and actually gets you work. I want you to feel totally at home reading the musical score of a show, and I want to help you define your unique artistic voice. Consider me your own personal vocal coach in your earbuds, cheering you on and bringing you the reality checks you need along the way. I'm Corey Yamaoka, and I'm so excited to be walking this journey with you. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to Studying the Song, where we are talking all things auditioning and vocal styling for musical theater. Today, we are talking about resetting your audition book so that it is working for you and not against you. Yes, did you ever think that your audition book might actually be stopping you from booking gigs? That's not what you want. You want a book where every song is chosen for a specific purpose and is helping you book the gigs you want to book. So I'm super stoked about today's episode. Before we dive in, let's do a quick listener shout out to Susan Jordan, who left a fantastic review on Apple Podcasts. Here's what she has to say. Corey is everything you want in a coach, mentor, scholar. Let me start first off by saying that Corey has a warm, rich tone to her speaking voice that immediately makes you sit up and want to listen. Her insight is invaluable and her effortless way of blending the psychological, physical, social, and visceral impact of a song and the artist's essence attitude is spot on. If you want to understand what it means to give an authentic rock musical audition, you need to listen. Wow, Susan, thank you for your generosity. Y'all, I actually know Susan. She's a really good friend of mine and a colleague, and the fact that she would leave such a a glowing review is so kind and generous. Thank you. I'm glad the show has been resonating with you, especially in regard to having an authentic rock audition. That's something I'm really interested in and one of my areas of specialty, so I'm glad that it's landing well with you. Um, I love featuring your reviews on the show. If you are interested in being featured, just leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and I will shout you out in a future episode. All right, let's get into today's topic, resetting your audition book. As we move into spring of 2021, theaters are beginning to post audition notices and accept submissions for their upcoming seasons. I am super stoked to see what shows they're doing and to see the theater um, you know, coming back and seeing my friends getting to work again. And it's just what we've been waiting for for a long time. But my question for you today is, is your audition book ready? Do you have your audition cuts selected and cut neatly and rehearsed so you can record your self tape the minute you get the audition notice? I know for many of us, this past year has been one of not singing very much. You may not feel like you're in top vocal condition and your audition book may be feeling a little like neglected and out of date, but today's show is going to help you change that. It is time for an audition book reset. All right, so I want to help you completely reset, get yourself on track to re-enter theater, performing, auditioning, the whole scene. And the first step in this reset is to look at your songs with a critical eye and remove the ones that are no longer serving you. We need to get the stuff that isn't working out of your books and then set intentions for new repertoire. 
And that's what today's episode is all about. Let's remove the songs that are no longer serving you. Now you might be thinking, I spent so long collecting these songs. I don't want to just get rid of them. Don't worry. You won't have to. I understand that your audition songs are the result of lots of research and painstaking practice, and some of them might still be working for you. That's great, but some might not. And do you really want to keep those songs in your book if they're not moving you toward your goals? I would say, no, you don't. So what we're going to do today is walk through five questions that you must ask of every song in your book. It's like a little test. If you can answer all yeses to all five questions about a song, then you keep it in your book. And if you can't answer all five yeses, then you need to consider replacing that song with one that will be all yes answers. This might be a little painful at first, but I promise you that when your book is full of songs that only say yes to these questions, you're going to be more confident in your auditions and you're going to start booking work that's more fulfilling to you as an artist and taking you the direction that you really want to go. So we've got to get our books realigned with who we are um, so that we're moving in the direction we want to go. Before we walk through the test, I want you to get out like a notebook and a pencil or a pen. I'm not a pencil person. I like pens personally. So grab a notebook and a pen and we're going to do a little pre-work, a little journaling and We want to assess where you're currently at with your abilities and artistic development, and then also where you want to go as a performer, like what your goals are. So let's first talk about current abilities, your current artistic self. Okay. Y'all, you have changed and grown this past year. A, because we change every year as we go through life, but B, especially because of the pandemic, we have all been through a traumatic experience and you are not the same person that you were. Many of you have new interests. You have gone into new areas of work, just trying to support yourself. Some of us have let go of old obligations that we're really glad to let go of. Um, You might be Um, having a renewed sense of passion for your art or deciding to go in a totally new direction. Um, Some of us have been in close quarters with our family, which is both a blessing and a curse. Um, Whatever your situation that you have gone through, you are changed. And the rep that you have in your book, maybe you picked that out when you were in school for theater at a time when you were growing and developing and exploring And you've been out of school now for several years, maybe even performing professionally, and you still have the same songs in your book. You are different now than you were a year ago, and even more so than you were five years ago or whenever you were in college picking out these songs. You're a better performer. You have a more stage experience and more life experience. And as those two things increase, stage experience and life, you become more clear about who you are as an artist and a performer. You become more clear about your unique greatness that you're bringing to the table, like your niche that you are in. So take out that notebook and I want you to write down some answers to the following questions. You can pause after each question if you want, but I'm just going to read through them for you. Number one, what skills have you been working on improving? Number two, What abilities have you realized set you apart from other people? Like, what can you do that not everybody else does very well? Number three, what interests have emerged that you are really passionate about? 
I have seen so many people take on like new jobs or just new hobbies um, during this time. And it's like made them more three-dimensional and have different influences in their life. Okay. Number four, what kind of theater is most appealing to you? Is it doing inspirational and uplifting pieces? Is it comedic and escapist pieces? Thought-provoking, socially challenging pieces? What area of theater is the area that you want to spend your time dedicating your energy to? In general, like all of these just add up to how have you started to become more you? your special combination of skill and talent and interests, right? It's unlike anyone else. And you need to make sure that your audition book is reflecting that special combination, that it's really showing you off. So be honest. Are you really amazing at singing legit stylized period music? Well, let's get some songs in your book that reflect that and figure out the shows that you're going to be looking for coming up in these seasons. Yeah. Or are you like super riftastic? You can do rock musicals and you're a really good swing. Okay. Well, that's a specific combination. So now let's find out the shows that you're going to be especially viable for. It's like all of the special Um, unique things about you add up to make you perfect for certain shows. And that's what we want to figure out. Those songs that you selected back during your, you know, college education, or just previously in your professional career might still be really good pieces, but they might not be the best pieces to represent who you are now. So hopefully by answering some of these questions, you'll get a little bit, you know, new clarity about your strengths and who you are as an artist right now. All right. Secondly, we want to talk about what, you know, where you're going, what are your goals, especially just for like the next year or two, let's not bite off like the whole rest of your life right now. I think this year has helped many of us realize what is really important to us and what is not, what things are fun foundational to how we want to live our life and what things are not foundational. There are some things that I'm like super excited to get back to certain creative projects and, um, you know, people that I want to see and and things that I want to work on. And then there are other things that I am happy to let go of. I don't want to go back to being, you know, overly busy and not having any time to just breathe and enjoy living. So I'm sure you have some version of that. What are the things that you're letting go of? What do you want to keep in your life and really make the focal point of what you're putting your energy into? Because there's no more time for things that aren't important to you. So let me pose some questions to you about where you want to go with your career next. Again, you can pause after each question and write, but I'm just going to read them out. Number one, what do you want to spend your time on? Number two, what do you want to spend your energy and especially your creative energy on? Those might be similar answers, okay? Number three, as a performer, what are you trying to do? This is so important. Are you trying to break into your local scene? Are you trying to move from being in the chorus and ensemble to lead roles? Are you trying to go from local regional theater in your city or region and actually go to the whole state or the West Coast or the East Coast or nationally? Like, is that the next step for you? Are you particularly trying to get into the Disney circuit or cruise line circuit? Be as specific as you can. And again, just look at, you know, the next year or two. 
Number four, what specific roles or shows do you want to be in? What are the scores or the stories that are exciting to you and that you would like to participate in? And one thing that might be helpful is to actually look at some of the seasons that are coming out from regional theaters just to get your juices flowing, okay? So you can actually see what are people doing and which ones of those are especially inspiring to me. Okay, so write that down, what you want to accomplish in the next year or two. Give yourself a clear sense of direction. You know, where are you going so that you can tailor your audition book toward it? This will also help relieve you of the pressure of trying to go faster or farther than is realistic. Like I said, like sometimes we carry the weight of making it on Broadway while we're just trying to break into our local scene. We don't have to think about Broadway while we're breaking into our local scene, like one step at a time, y'all. You need to create an audition book for yourself that has purpose that is going to move you in the direction you want to go right now. Once you've journaled a bit about who you are right now as an artist and what your immediate next steps and goals are, you are ready to ruthlessly reset your audition book. So let's take this test. Why don't you, um, before we start with the questions, take out, like actually go get your audition book, pull out a song from it that we can do this exercise on together. If you're not at home, if you're on a run or you're in the car, think of one song from your book, like pick one that you, it doesn't have to be like a problematic one or one that you, just anything that you can remember. And we're going to ask these five questions about it. Okay. So five questions you must ask about every song in your audition book and your song must answer yes to all of them. If you are going to keep it. Number one, is this song from a role that I could play right now age-wise? It's time to get real folks. Some of you are aging out of your songs, not saying that you're old, but when you've got songs that you've had in your book for five or 10 years, sometimes those songs aren't going to be appropriate for you anymore. Those are roles that you would no longer be seen for. That's not how directors and casting directors would see you. So you may be transitioning from like kid to ingenue or ingenue to leading lady or mother type roles. Um, you know, if your days for playing like Little Red and Into the Woods are over, then get I Know Things Now out of your book. Be honest with yourself about who you can portray on stage right now. Some of you might actually have songs in your book that are too old for you. I see that a lot. People that have songs that are like super mature and require a lot of life experience and depth um, to be brought to it as the performer. And oftentimes they are skill-wise very advanced as well for a bigger voice and a more experienced voice. So if you have these like goal songs that you want to play at some point in your life, those might not be the most helpful to have in your book right now. One more caveat about age. Some of you may have an especially youthful look and you can play the juvenile male or female roles for a long time. That's cool. That's one of the elements that makes you unique, but most actors will transition between age groups in parallel pretty much with their own age. So is your song from a role that you could play right now? Number two, can I comfortably and reliably sing all the notes high and low? There is no shame in selecting audition pieces that fit comfortably in your range. Let me say that again. There is no shame in selecting audition pieces that fit comfortably in your range. The director doesn't want to hear you struggle through high or low notes. That's not going to show you off and that's not going to give them any information about who you are as a performer. It's just going to show them you trying to be something that you're not. So 
find the songs or we will find the songs that fit your voice really well and really comfortably. Once you have worked on increasing your range for legit notes or belting and mixing, whatever it is, you can put this song that you might be taking out right now, you can put it back into your book. But for right now, let's get it out of the way. Number three, does this song represent me as a performer? This is a tough one, but that's where the pre-work that we just did comes in. If you take a look at your notes about your own ability, your uniqueness, I want you to see if this song showcases those things and take into consideration your personality, your character type, your vocal strengths, your acting ability, your vibe, and your energy. Like, does this reflect your vocal type? I mean, that's pretty basic, like soprano, mezzo, alto, tenor, baritone, bass, yes. But does it also support your character type, like ingenue or mangenue for the young man? Um, a brassy belter, or does this show a side of you where you are wise or ethereal, or is this the side of you that is the sexy vamp or the comedic thug or the bad boy? Like what is one aspect of who you are as a performer that you're highlighting in that song? Additionally, does it provide a peek into who you are just as a person? Like you're trying to help the director get to know you. There's so little time in an audition and they're seriously watching you sing for 30 seconds, watching you walk into the room and they're deciding whether they want to spend hours a day for weeks on end working with you and whether they think you can help them bring their artistic vision to life. So you've got to help them out by singing a song that reveals something about who you are as a person and what you can do on stage. And I think we forget, like we're always focused on showing our vocal chops or our acting chops. And we're not remembering to just like find something that really feels like it's us on stage. It's so helpful to the director and the casting director. All right. Next question. Number four, does this song move me toward the roles and shows that I want to play and toward my career goals? Okay. So look at your career goals. What circuits are you trying to get into or rise up within? And are you aiming for ensemble or lead or swings or dance or whatever it is? And you need to make sure that this song moves you towards one of those goals. So I'll give you an example. I was working um, with a student, I don't know, a month ago, and he is known for doing comedic, kind of over the top, campy kind of stuff. Really great singer, really great performer, but was interested more in trying to develop the dramatic side of his acting chops. And he has that, but people don't necessarily see that as a first go-to for him. So what he wanted to do is actually start working in songs that highlight his dramatic abilities. So that's what I'm talking about. Like he had gotten super comfortable in comedy and become known for that. And now he's trying to transition. So he needs to change his audition book accordingly. If you have specific roles that you know you want to audition for, I don't know if you want to be Joe and Little Women or Alphaba and Wicked, like those are kind of like really big, obvious ones, but whatever it might be, if you want to be in Town, for example, or in Six, the musical, which I've been talking about a lot lately, um, you've got to have your song for those roles or those shows ready to go. So what is your Hades Town piece? Like what's your folk slash jazz piece 
that you can show for that kind of an audition? Or what's your audition piece for Joe in, in Little Women? You know, are, do you have a song that is musically similar? Is it emotionally similar to what the journey is of that character that you're going on, right? You not only want to learn how to sing the Joe songs, right? Or the Orpheus songs, you want to have your audition song ready for those roles. All right. Now, number five, this one might seem a little frou-frou or woo-woo, but I think it's important. And the question is, does this song bring me joy? You guys, you must love singing each song in your book. If you don't love singing the song, I will be able to tell when you're singing it. You're not going to fully commit to the melody and the rhythm or the range or the emotional journey of the character. It's just, if it doesn't fit right on you, if you're not committed to it, it just is never going to elevate to that level that makes me say, ah, that's the person for my show. Show me the songs that make you feel good when you're singing. You know, the ones that make you feel aligned artistically. When you sing those songs, like something special happens inside of you. And I can see it when I'm watching auditions. Like your eyes light up in a different way. Your physicality relaxes in a different way. And you just embody it so much more naturally. All right. You may have picked a very well-written, beautiful song that totally fits the show and the role you want to audition for. But if you don't love it, it's it's going to show. And you won't feel the confidence that you want to feel when you're walking to the center of that audition room or you're pressing record on your self tape of knowing that you're about to give a fantastic performance that totally represents you. When you are completely aligned with your song, you have a a whole different level of confidence as you're auditioning. And that's what you want. You want to have that little extra pep in your step when you're going to present yourself. Okay. You want to be exuding joy when you perform, even on ballads and sad songs, you can still experience artistic joy in your spirit. And that is what the director is looking for. Okay. Those are the five questions. How did your song do? Were you able to answer yes to all five questions? Or were there maybe one or two questions where you thought, "Mm, that's maybe a no. I don't know if this song is serving me. If you answered no to any of the questions, I want you to pull out the song, like physically take it out of your book. And then you need to repeat, look at the next song, go through this process again until you've tested every song in your book. And you may be shocked at how few songs you have remaining in your book. You've probably had songs in there that were not representing you well, and they're not aimed toward the work that you want to do. You know, that can be scary to admit and to be like, oh my gosh, I've been doing all this work, but it hasn't actually been working for me. And now you feel like you're back at the beginning and you need to find all these songs. Well, yes, your next step is to start finding songs that do represent you and move you towards your goals. If you want help with that, I would love to work with you. Email me or DM me on Instagram. I am at studying the song on Instagram, or you can email studying the song at gmail.com. It's real easy. Or you can visit my website, contact me through there. Either way, I'm here. I'd love to coach you or get with your local coach that you continually work with and start you know, being more specific about what kinds of songs you're looking for that will get you headed in the right direction. Let me say two quick caveats about this process. In regard to singing the notes of your song well, when I said like singing the high and the low notes, okay, you have to be kind to yourself right now. If you haven't been singing much this past year, 
Your voice is probably going to feel pretty rusty. You're, you're not in the best vocal shape. You might not be able to hit all those notes that you used to hit. So be honest about maybe where you were when you were in top vocal condition, like what your voice was like and how you sang that song. Try to remember that. But then also know like if you are actually trying to audition within the next three months, what can you reliably get back in shape in that short amount of time if you haven't been singing for a long time? Number two caveat is some of your songs are money cuts, meaning they're major winners. They are tried and true. You can sing them well under duress when you're not feeling well, when you're nervous and you have them in your bones. Those are great songs. Keep them in your book. And then also try to be thinking about whether there are new songs that be that could become your tried and true money cuts. Like maybe there is something else that will start as you, you know, audition with it and figure out how it's landing with directors, that might end up being a better representation of who you are. Don't be afraid to like do a refresh, right? Reboot, change things up a little bit, get some new juice in your cup, get some new fresh blood running through your veins. Okay. Fresh blood. That's a weird analogy, but you know what I mean? Okay. That's it for today. I wanted to give you a really quick, easy homework assignment that you can go and take to your book and actually make progress today. You don't have to judge yourself about where you're at vocally. You don't have to, you know, put yourself on tape for anything. This is a really good entry-level exercise as you're prepping to audition. Just start pulling out the stuff that isn't serving you. All right. I love hearing about what you're finding helpful in these episodes. So I want to say thank you to those of you who have DM'd me and left reviews on Apple Podcasts. That helps me tailor these shows to be exactly what you need in your artist journey right now. If you have a topic you're interested in hearing more about, you can find me on Instagram at studying the song and send me a DM. It's as simple as that. I would love to hear from you. I've gotten a few suggestions this week where I thought, oh, that's a great idea. I would never have thought to do that. And it's, I think, going to serve so many people. So send me a message and we will get it up on the podcast. If you found today's show particularly helpful, take a screenshot, share it with somebody or send them the link. Let's just spread the love and help each other get ready again for being in theater. You guys, it's happening. We're reopening like little by little. People are starting to work in theater again, and I want that to be you. All right. In the meantime, it really means so much that you are sharing your day with me. I know you have a lot of other things that you could be spending your time on. And um, I'm just so privileged that you're taking me along with you on your run or while you're driving the car. Be well, be blessed. I will see you next time on Studying the Song.